So I'd written a homily for this week, and then I went on a field trip last night and changed it, so bear with me as I'm changing. The field trip last night was a very interesting uh, night. We took the um, members of the confirmation class to the shrine of St. Elizabeth Ann Seton. And we didn't go just for the shrine. We went for a special thing that they do uh, around this time of the year. And I can't remember the whole th- name of it, but you can look it up online uh, at the shrine uh, and see what it says. But it's something about, um, at first I thought they said, we're going to, they asked me if I was wanted to come back from the dead. And I thought, I know sometimes I look pale, but I didn't know I looked that bad. But uh, the, uh, I, the, the thing was something about back from the dead. And what it was, it was a, um, began in, in, the, um, in the shrine itself in the lower level. And there's that whole collection of things of Elizabeth Ann Seton. Um, all kinds of information about her life in a little gift shop. And then um, you leave from there in groups of 20. And... Um, you go through this walk and it's dark it's very dark and it's most of it's in the cemetery um, and uh, it's not spooky uh, kind of thing it's not there's no uh, gory characters it's not the former mcdevitt um it, it it's um it, it's it's just these saints just start appearing you meet first with the grave digger and he comes out and he wants to remind you what this is all about and, and he says, you know, as you walk through this cemetery tonight, as you walk this walk, remember your life and how you live it, and remember your death and how you want to be remembered. You know, what, when we face God, what will, we, what will our judgment be? And, and so we start walking, and then suddenly saints come. The first one this, this time was a, um, a, a chaplain that was a part of the Vietnam War. Uh, that died, I can't remember his name, Kapadumps or Kapadump something. Uh, and, uh, and then you meet other people like Maria Goretti and Mother Seton was there and there, uh, Stanley Rother, the, the martyred priest, uh, was there. Uh, a number of people throughout this, probably 10. And each one of them, their focus is, and they, they'll, they'll ask questions you, and they, they tell you right away, no photography, no video, and no talking. And if they ask you questions, you don't answer them. You know, so it's just, it's all focused on making the person on this journey think about life. And the basic message of all of them came out this way to me. If we submit ourselves to God, God will bless us. If we submit ourselves to God, that there are times when we think we've got it right. One of them comes out and says, I think I had it all right. I didn't need people in my life. I didn't need anybody else. I ignored my family, people who liked me. I ignored my friends. And here I am stuck without, without God. I, didn't, I even ignored God. And here I am stuck in purgatory. Please pray for me. Others talked about how they, they submitted their will to God's will and, and, and they became the saints. And, but the whole message was about humility, what we've just heard in today's gospel. One who stands in front of God and says nothing out loud at all, just pats himself on the back a few times and says, aren't I wonderful? <laughs> yeah, look at me, God. I do it all right. 
Another who stands in the back and just simply out loud lets everyone in the congregation that's standing there, everyone who's walking by know that, hey, I just recognize myself and I'm a sinner. And Jesus says, that's the guy who got the prize. It's the guy who wins the golden ticket to heaven. How do we live out humility? You know, sometimes I think when we talk about humility, it's, we feel that we're being pushed down, that we're, be, that we're walk around meek and humble and, you know, pale and, and, and want of everything. It's not. Humility is simply having the ability to admit that we need somebody else in our lives to help us. Humility is taught to us very quickly in the Bible when we're told to love God with our whole heart, our whole soul, and our whole mind. And then Jesus tosses in that and our neighbor. Humility is to be able to say for us that we can admit our, our, that we are powerless without God. And I would add, with each, without each other. Preached that last week. We need each other. We need that support that Moses had as Aaron and Hur held up his arms so they could win that battle. None of us do this by ourselves. And in that humility, we learn to admit our mistakes and we learn to admit our failures. And we're not afraid of those. Even when it hurts our pride, when it makes us feel that we really aren't as what we thought we were that we do need always improved, uh, need to be new and refreshed in the Lord. It's choosing humility over pride, it causes an attitude to stir up in us that, that we learn from everything that we've done. We can be proud of our accomplishments, but we don't have to blame everybody else for our failures. We don't have to put the blame on someone else when we're not perfect that we can learn from both. We can learn from both the gifts that God has given to us, how we use them, and also we can use uh, the failures of our life to learn how to do things better, how to relate to others better, how to follow God better, how to see ourselves as God sees us. You know, I, I like some of these, these readings today were really good because, um, you know, Sirach says that the Lord's going to be there with us. He's going to, to, to hear us, that our prayer reaches heaven, pierces the clouds. It doesn't reach, uh, it, it doesn't stop until it reaches its goal. What's our goal of prayer? It's for God to hear it. And the psalmist says, the Lord hears us. The Lord hears the cry of the poor at all times. Paul, in that second, his second letter to Timothy this morning, says, don't be afraid when, of, of moving forward in Christ because he's going to be there with you. He's going to be standing by you to give you strength. He's going to rescue you from every evil threat and bring you safely to his kingdom. That's what those saints were saying last night. They were telling us. They were telling us to choose God above all things, because choosing God is choosing what's always right. God is never wrong, no matter how we disagree with that at times. 
by choosing God, we come to, to our own understanding of where our knowledge, from where our knowledge comes and where we get our strength and where we find our wealth and where we get everything else that we need to survive this life, to live this life in love with God, with our whole soul, our whole heart, our mind, and, and, and our spirit, and our neighbor as ourself. It was just a marvelous evening last night, and, and, and uh, just to, at the end of it, it was, it was so quiet. Really, you know, you know all parents, take your 14-year-old on a trip. <laughs> all he could hear was footsteps. And the impressive part of our, of our young confirmation class, at the end they take you into the basilica itself, and a number of them went straight to the blessed sacrament and just knelt in prayer. And they all went to St. Elizabeth Ann Seton's grave and prayed for us. It was just awesome. It's humbling to know that, that, that we are, 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 are sparring, sparring on a group of people who, will, who, who take their faith seriously. On Tuesday night, they were here, and they, and they publicly committed themselves to accepting the gifts of the Spirit. They were asked to be the light of Christ in their world, and they publicly said, I'll do it. Are we humble? Are we just proud of who we are? Are we, are we too braggadocious about who we are and what we do? Great story, I'll end with this. This was the only piece that was left from my original homily. Um, it's a great story, true. In, uh, if you've been to Vienna, you may have been there. Uh, you know, they had that great shopping street where you can stop at every pastry shop and eat anything that an Austrian has baked. Um, but but then they have like a couple. Then there's St. Stephen's Cathedral, the end of that walk, and over here, just a block or so away, is this very kind of obscure little church, Capuchin church, and doesn't look like anything from the outside. But if you pay your five euros, you can go down into the crypt, and when you're in the crypt, all the royal family of the Habsburgs are all buried there. And you look at these things and you think, how could, who had the money to do that? You know, it's just the beautifully ornate um, bronze caskets, lead-lined like the queen just had. You know? and, 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 and you just walk through that place. It's, it, it's, it's not eerie. It's very calming. It's very, it does focus your life on how you're living it and, and, and how you use it and, and, and what, what's yet to come. It's also the most air-conditioned place. It's temperature-controlled all, all year long. It's probably the coolest place in Austria in the whole summer. But, um, but what, what happened, the story I'm telling you this reason, um, when the royals would die, they would take them from their mass at St. Stephen's Cathedral and take the hearse over to the church. And at the church, there would be the royal guard who would go, and inside a priest would say, who is it? And, and from the outside, the guard would say, it's his apostolic majesty, the emperor. And the priest would say, don't know him. And they wait for a while. And, Who is it? It's the emperor. I don't know him. A little while. Who is it? It's a poor sinner, your brother. And a door was open. Humility among royalty.
Humility for all of us is a good thing. To remind us that our power, our strength, our, our love, our, our whole being is centered on God and God watching over us. God caring for his people, God caring for his church, God caring for his world, his creation, his life, his goodness. You know, we play a part in it, but we don't run it. The tax collector and the, and the um, Pharisee teach us a great lesson today. Will we be humble or will we continue to live in our worldly ways.